Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The Trinity, the Magnificent Holy Spirit. Again, we're between Matthew chapter 2 and chapter 3. The more I wonder, the more I seek answers to my wondering. Okay, and also to questions I anticipate others will ask of me. The more I study, the more I realize there is to know and learn. But I am convinced that the greatest way to understand God is to experience Him for ourselves. Otherwise, all learning about God is academic. Recently, someone said to me, So, I understand quite a bit about Jesus, Son of God, Messiah, Lord, Savior. Honestly, I've learned more about God the Father in learning about Jesus, she said. But the Holy Spirit? Hmm... I'm not too sure about that whole thing. I will listen, however, if you will tell me. If you have subscribed to or been reading morning briefings for some time, you know that I have written quite a bit about the person of the Holy Spirit. Having taught all the way through all 13 of Paul's letters, it would be impossible not to write about this third member of the Trinity. But generally, I believe the Holy Spirit is the most misunderstood person of the Trinity and probably the most underrepresented as well. Writing to Titus, Paul said, When God our Savior revealed His kindness and love, He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. You see, Paul talks about new birth and new life coming to us via the Holy Spirit, and that the Spirit is poured out on us, which indicates, yes, an outpouring and a covering. Let's dig for more about this mysterious person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit comes and takes up residence within us when we place our faith in Jesus as the leader of our lives, acknowledging our desire and need for Him, and repent of our sins. We do not have the Holy Spirit in our lives without relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where it all starts. But then, think of it. The Holy Spirit enters your being and makes it his home. Amazing! The Holy Spirit is a person. He is God, and he's all about relationship with us. He dwells with us and will be in us. The Spirit is not just a flighty, whimsical spirit who comes and goes like the wind. No, he's an eternal being. While he is one-third of the Trinity, he has his own mind and distinct personality. He prays for us. The Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God, Paul wrote. That's right. He goes before the Father on your behalf. He, the Holy Spirit, pleads your case. Similarly, the Holy Spirit interprets God to us for our understanding, which means that as we seek God's guidance, for instance, it is the Holy Spirit's function to impress on us the path to take.
He leads, guides, convicts, comforts, and draws people to the heart of God. I love the Holy Spirit. His works are ineffable in majesty and innumerable in quantity. How can we even ponder what extends beyond the ages? What did he do before creation began? How great are the graces he showered on creation? What power will he wield in the age to come? He existed. He pre-existed. He coexisted with the Father and the Son before the ages. Even if you can imagine anything beyond the ages, you will discover that the Spirit is even further beyond. St. Basil the Great, around 355 AD, wrote that. The Holy Spirit is vast and limitless. He sees all things, knows all things, and is all-powerful. In fact, He empowers us to do the things God calls us to do as well. Do you want to see the power of the Holy Spirit come alive in your your life? Ask God to come and do a new thing in your life. And then ask Him to use you. Be open and listen. He just might lead you to do something you could never accomplish in your own strength, like start a prayer meeting in the inner city in an endeavor to bring together the homeless man and the business person to lock arms and cry out to the God of the universe for a change. Like, lead a small group. Like, bless, I don't know, a a widow in your neighborhood who could use help, or a single mother. Go ahead. Risk something for the Lord. Dream a dream that brings folks to God, and then you will see the power of the Holy Spirit unleashed. You will learn what it means to have the Holy Spirit use you and empower you to do great and mighty things. Once again, I invite you, Christian, to ask the Spirit to refresh you and fill you anew so that you may know and see the ways of God. Invite Him to take you deeper. If you'd like to read this or consider my sources, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning briefings, and again the title of this one, The Trinity, The Magnificent Holy Spirit.